Indiana Runner Podcast, Season 5, Episode 18. Taylor and I preview the small school HSR finals coming up this next weekend. Hope you enjoy it. Hit it. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. Do you want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. All right. It's a busy weekend, and next weekend will be a busy weekend as well. Let's get right into it. Colin Altavote, Taylor Marshall, Indiana Runner Podcast. This is our second episode on a back-to-back weekend. We're going to preview the HSR Small School Finals. You ready? Let's do this. Okay. So we've done a mock meet. This is based – we didn't want to wait. We talked about it, right? We talked about waiting until the heat sheets come out but we want to put out the content as quickly as possible ahead of time. And for the most part, there's not going to be that there. There could be some scratches here and there, but there's probably not going to be all that many. So we've got a mock meet boys. First, here is the boys mock meet first Chittard 76 points. Second Garen 60 points. Third Delta 54 points. Fourth, West Lafayette, 50 points. Sixth, no, sorry, fifth, Cherubusco, 36. And then sixth, Park Tudor with 34. What do you make of that kind of mock meet based on the leaderboards, on direct athletics, all of the qualifying times, performances, et cetera, right now? Yeah. Well, uh, obviously, Chatard firmly in the driver's seat there on the boys' side. Uh, you mentioned the the depth that they have uh, first in the four by four, first in the four by eight, second in the DMR. Um, obviously, depth in the relay is important, even more so at a smaller school where that's harder to come by. Uh, that's the big edge over Garen right now. 16 points, pretty sizable gap. Uh, now, it could be uh, sh- you could bridge that gap quickly with the relays where double, but uh, with again, we go back to Chatard's depth. It seems like uh, it's their meet right now, um, just off the projected point total. So, you went through what Chatard has currently in the relays first, first, and second. And then Garen is second in this mock meet because they're basically the the opposite of that, the other, the other side of that. So yeah. Garen second in the four by four, second in the four by eight and first in the DMR. But most of Garen's Garen has done this over the course of three weeks. And so most of Garen's relays of the, those three second, second, and first were done with more or less the same kids. You know, maybe there's five or six uh, among two different relays. I think Chatard's got a little more depth than Garen. I think it's going to be hard for them to catch them because D- Garen's got decisions to make on those relays. They won't be able to run the same. The kids that ran, you know, say Ethan Hines or Jack Weber that ran on the four by four, the four by eight, and the DMR, they will not be able to do all three of those at a high level. Right. And then if you look at those relays a little more closely, on the four by four, Garen is about uh, you know what two three tenths of a second back from Chatard, uh, but on that four by eight or the DMR, Chatard's lead is is more comfortable, right? And obviously it's a longer event, so it's going to make some sense. But it's you know think about hey, can we flip those relays, right? Can we make up you know what would essentially be an eight point differential if you which could, is, which is a lot if it's only you know two tenths of a second over a four minute race, more or yeah. less. And maybe that could happen the four by four, but it's going to be more challenging in the DMR, the four by eight, where Chatard's lead is is more comfortable there. So, um, you know, it, it right now it looks like uh, things are things are looking good for Bishop Chatard, the Trojans. If I had to project to, I, I would guess that they probably not purposefully, but I, I think they'll kind of dance around each other. Yeah, I think that Chatard's probably going to end up loading a relay. Just a feeling. Chatard's going to end up loading a relay um, or winning a relay that Garen doesn't throw away, but maybe doesn't run some of their best guys in. I, I don't think we're going to see one where they they go heads up against each other. All of, 
all of our dudes against all of your dudes. Just a guess. Okay. We'll see how that plays out. I think Delta could get into it. Okay. Tell me about Delta. Delta's 54. There's a lot of individual events in there, and I think those are pretty solid. So like yesterday, we did our, and we'll, we'll try to do it today if we've got the time, our like fantasy track draft. And you took, was it yesterday or was it an earlier one where you took Abram Stitt of Delta? Uh, this was, I believe, last night, yes. Yeah. So he's in some of those individual events. And then when you look at Delta's relays, they're in places that it seems like they could improve. So Delta scored last year in the 4x4 at the state meet, the outdoor state meet. And I think most or all of those guys are back, which leads me to think they could improve on that place in either the four by two or the four by four. I can't remember which one they're maybe not as high up as we might their, imagine. Their four by two is currently ranked first and their four by four currently ranked fifth in the small school. So I'm going to go out on a limb and say they're not going to improve the four by two placing. Fair, very fair. But I think they could in the four by four and then their four by eight or their DMR, one of the two is like ninth or 10th. So they could get into that. DMR ninth. So they could score a couple points there. And I think that, I think Garen will be solid. I think that Garen, or I know that Garen is kind of thinking about points on this. Um, Garen also made the state championship in basketball. So none of those players, I don't know if any of them run track, none of them are going to be available by next weekend because they're going to be playing in the state championship. Yeah. Um, I, I think that maybe Delta or even West Lafayette could, could come up and get Garen for second. Chittard to me seems a little more, a little more set and Chittard's got the better sprint group as opposed to Garen. Um, so I think, I, I think, I think Chittard is the favorite, if not the heavy favorite. I agree. Heavy favor is what I would say. Do you have a non-distance event to watch? I do. On the boys' small school, the non-distance event to watch is the high jump, Colin. And uh, you mentioned Abram Stitt. He is currently uh, ranked second at 6'5". He's tied there with uh, one, two, three other dudes um, behind Danville Community's Caden Collins who is, uh, he's got the lead at six feet, six inches, right? So he could move up just a little bit. Obviously a very close competition. We're back to a couple of guys at 6'2 and then 6'1. Uh, Monroe Central, by the way, with two jumpers at 6'5. So that's very impressive for Monroe Central. Um, so I think- Kids the- go to Monroe Central, do you think? 500, 400? I, it's very, yes. I would say it's got to be a 1A school. It's got to be, gotta be small. But they got two two dudes who can jump out the gym, Colin, six five. You wouldn't know it about six foot, right? I mean, you know, you put those uh you got those lifts in your shoe to get you up there. But I mean, these guys, they don't need that. They can jump so, over you. So I've been I've been measured for life insurance, and that was over six feet. And last time I went to the doctor, they told me I was almost six one. So yes, now I'm not quite six five, but you know, maybe I'm not done growing yet. Yeah. Oh yeah. You think at your age, you're still going to grow. That's impressive. That's uh, we can, we can all hope, right. Dream and wish. Well, listen, they drafted Giannis and he grew two inches. So. Wow. Also, I don't know how accurate those, you know, measurements are in the NFL and NBA. Right. I mean, uh, actually they're pretty, you know, what? We'll, we'll, let's not get into it. Anyways, right. my event to watch is the four by 200 meter relay. So we yeah. did our big school ones last time, non-distance. We didn't do any relays. This is the first relay here. In the four by 200 meter relay, Delta has the top seed. They ran 133 flat, which is impressive. And they've got that good sprint group like we talked about, right? Okay. With um, some of the boys that had had medaled, ran on the, on the podium team, the medal team at the four by four last year at the state meet. So Delta at 133. And then Park Tudor also at 133 three quarters of a second higher uh, than Delta and Park Tudor has maybe the best sprinter in the whole state. Yes, they do. I would say he is the best. Yes. So that'll be interesting to see, you know, Abram Stitt is obviously a very, very good sprinter and an explosive event athlete. He's good at the long jump. He can sprint. Um, he could probably hurdle, but I don't think they do that with him. And then Park Tudor with Josiah Richards or Josiah Rogers, I believe. Rogers. Um, 
is it Rogers or Richardson? It's Rogers. It is Rogers. Okay. Uh, those two being so close. And then, you know, what is, it could be a relatively crowded track from 133 flat down to 135, 16. Those are all six teams that encompass the fast heat here. So what is your strategy? You know, does Delta, do, do both Delta and Park Tudor run their stars first and they can stay in their lane and not have to worry about it? Do you run them second? Do you run them fourth? Do you save somebody for the anchor? What does that look like? Are there different strategies? I, I don't know. But I think that'll be a very interesting race to watch between those those two teams. You sure. seem to be a fast fastest guy first on the four by fastest guy or fastest girl first on the four by two. I like that on the four by two. I like to get out front, especially when it's going to be that crowded uh, on a small 200 meter track, get out, get out of the way, make sure you have clean handoffs. Obviously the first one's easy because it's within the lane. After that, you want clean handoffs and to be away from the fracas. Yeah. It, it gets very, very chaotic. There's a reason that they don't do it at the college level. Oh my goodness. Could you imagine? Or you know what? In some states that have the four by two outdoors, you stay in your lane the entire time and that's more manageable, although maybe less exciting. But uh, Illinois, for example, has a four by two outdoors and you're in your lane for uh, the entire race. Yeah. I don't, I don't hate that. Do they do blind exchanges then? Or do they do turnaround? I would guess they do blind because you're within the lane. That's what I would do. Treat it like a four by one. I mean, that makes sense. And you're going almost as fast, right? Right. You're moving. All right. Let's go to the distance events at the small school. Now, this would be interesting because a lot of these teams have decisions to make, especially being a small school. They're going to have obviously less depth. Schools with 800 kids or 700 are going to have less than schools with 3,700, say, or whatever we are, 5,200. Uh, boys, 3,200. The top seed ryan york of hanover central 931 and then brandon rice of austin has run 940 evan long of tipton ran 943 that was at a meet that we attended and this i think is a guy to watch he ran to qualify qualified he's in this is a school that has had a lot of success at this hsr small school finals in the past noah bontrager a freshman from westview ran 950 and clay badio from Delta, who could factor into the team race, 951. Garen then has three guys that have qualified. I don't believe all three of them will run. In fact, maybe none of them will run. But uh, Garen with three in that. Chittard with nobody in the 3200. I really like Noah Bontrager. And not he's a freshman. Uh, but what I like about him the most is that he is aggressive and he is not afraid. He is not a timid runner. Go back to this past fall, the state cross-country meet, right? He was not afraid to mix it up toward the front of the race the entire time. And now he's going to have a chance to race against uh, 3A, 2A, 1A schools. Um, he, like you said, ran to qualify. We know he can run faster than 950. I would, if I'm running in this race and I'm looking to win, I got my eyeball on that kid the whole time, and he is going to uh, – I, I he's my pick to win it. Uh, he's he's tough. That makes sense to me. You know, he was in the top – he scored – or he medaled, rather. I guess you don't score. Well, you could score in cross country, but it's just being on top five team uh, or one of the top five guys on your team. He, he got a medal at the state meet. You know, certainly seems like a future star. He won his semi-state. He's got to be the favorite in this event. Yeah. You heard it here, folks. Boys four by eight. Chittard and Garen pretty clear of the field. Chittard eight, 18 high. Garen 829 low. So even actually, I, I'm sorry. I thought that said Garen 819. So Chittard is 10 seconds clear of the field. Yeah. And then Garen and Heritage within two or three seconds of each other. And then just kind of a whole host of schools around 845 or so. Yeah. Chittard with nobody in the 3200 makes me think they're probably just going to go for both distance relays. That seems to be it, especially when they're here in the team conversation to win. 
Um, and you know, go goes back to what I said earlier about that that buffer they've got, right? I mean, that's 11 seconds right there, give or take, um, over Garen, and they've got the depth. And like you said, maybe they're going to go for it. We don't really know. Um, but things look pretty good for the Trojans to walk away with the win here and maybe run somewhere around eight, ten, two seconds a guy. Well, do they have the capability of running eight ten? I, I think so. Uh, I think they have they made the state meet maybe the last two years in the four by eight. And certainly, I think they made it last year um, with a young team, mainly even freshmen and sophomores. Um, but do you, do you run eight, 10 and win by 20 seconds or 15 seconds or 10 seconds? I mean, what good does that do you, right? Well, here, here's what I would say to that. You don't really know until you don't, you don't know until the last leg. Sure. So, So you could put your star as your last leg and, and you could say, Hey, you just need to do what it takes to win. And maybe, maybe that is a few seconds, but maybe we're, we're all in front, but you really don't know your first couple legs are going to have to go for it. Mm. Because yeah. Really- so maybe the guy, maybe the guy running the 1600 on the DMR. You put him last and put him just- last and just, yeah, maybe two ten gets it done. Yeah. Yeah. Some other teams to watch in this, uh, you know, we talked about the team race, Cherubusco fourth part Tudor fifth, and uh, West Lafayette is looks like they'll be in the slower heat. Concordia is ninth, so they'll be in the fast heat. Now they graduated all or almost all of these boys, but Concordia scored. I think they ran like seven forty five last year in June. See they see if they can get it done here and uh, pick up a few points, but not really in the team consideration necessarily. Although if things like you said they. Nobody's going for a fast time. Maybe the field bunches up and who knows where they could be. DMR is the opposite. Garen has the top seed and they're nine seconds clear of Chatard, who's another seven seconds clear of Austin. And then this Cherubusco team, they just seem to be, they're, they're more known for their sprint uh, performances in the past, over the last, you know, eight or so years. Um, but Cherubusco is lurking in some of these distance relays as well. They have the fourth seed in the four by four or four by eight and the fourth seed here in the DMR. So if they could with relays double too, if you could move from fourth to sixth and two different relays that, that could change the way those scores look. Um, yeah. You got a feel on that Garen versus Chatard, and, and then maybe the rest say- of the field. Yeah, like we said about lurking, right? I mean, that's kind of what I was thinking about Cherubusco, right? This is not a, a program that we talk a lot about uh, when the distance side, like we might do with Garen or Chatard, but they're right there. You know, it's like, oh, you kind of, oh my God, you turn around, you kind of do the jump. They're always there, right? Um, you know, so w- I think, like you said, they need a little bit of help in the team score race, a little bit higher in a few of these again with the relay double that that's worth a ton it, they could sneak in there and us oh we, we didn't even notice we're even talking about them but in terms of the, the big points again i think uh this is a place where garen could try to close a gap on chatard but chatard still clear the field we don't know what that looks like coming back from the relay but the more depth for chatard sort of favors them um I could see that those top two teams flipping and Chatard winning the DMR potentially, unless, especially if Garen does run their guys in the 32 and ask them to come back in the relay, who knows what they're going to do. Um, that's a difficult double. Uh, so, but I, I 3,200 DMR theoretically should, should be a more manageable double than four by DMR, right? Yeah, but that's still a lot to ask on the day. You're going to do 32 and then come back and anchor the 1600 DMR leg. And by the way, we're trying to win it. And we're, you know, like this mm-hmm. isn't, you're not out there. So, hey, these other dudes get a chance to race, right? You're you're there to to put on a performance and do the best you can. Right. So, and, you know, Garen, if they run whatever, they've got, They've got those guys in the DMR, but then, you know, they're two stars. They're going to need to, they, they've got two guys that have run like nine, one of them's run like 940 and the other one's run like 420. And they've both been pretty high up in cross country. 
like that's they run those guys in the DMR, they win the DMR. It's going to be tough then to come back another 20 minutes later and run the four by four. Yeah. Although I guess, well, let's go through the math here. Boys go first. So there are two girls DMR, DMR heats after that. So that's at least 15 minutes each. And then so another 40 three... minutes with, with extra time to get girls on the line, get them off that kind of thing. Okay. And then another three boys, four by four heats before you go. So that is an hour. Yeah. So it's not crazy to think you could run the DMR and come back and run the four by four. Right. Now, if you've already run the 3,200, that's now we're, we're asking a lot. Right. Right. And breaks coming up after that. So. Hey, you earned that trip to uh, Cabo. Go sit on the <laughs> beach, baby. Relax a little bit. Get that virgin Mai Tai and sit there with your toes in the sand. You earned it. Just get your running while you're there, please. I must stay away from the drinking age in Mexico versus the United States. Yeah, that's okay. not top of this point. Yeah, yeah, cool. All right. Um, well, that is the boys uh, HSR small school. We're going to take a quick break, and then we'll come back with the girls preview because I think that's that's how it's going to work out best with the time. All right, quick break. My son Solomon's going to come on. He's going to tell us some stuff. We're going to ask him some questions. He's going to give us predictions for the big school. Okay, talking to the mic, Solomon. What do you want to tell the people? Hi, Taylor. Okay, he's not on the. Yeah, he's not on the podcast yet. You know Taylor, don't you? All right. So the big track meet's coming up. Who do you think is going to win the big school boys thirty-two hundred? Hill. Hill's going to win the big school. <laughs> Boys, forty hundred. Yeah, who do you so, think's gonna win? Um, Cole. Okay, well he's that. That's a good prediction, but he's not gonna run. Who do you think's gonna win the big school girls thirty two hundred? Um, I don't know. Okay, what about the big? Daddy, put okay. it on my side. Okay, here we go. Here, here's the mic. I'm gonna hold it up. Okay, who do you? No, put it on the ground. Okay, let's put it on the ground. All right. Who do you think is going to win the small school boys 3,200? Taylor. Okay. I, he's in good shape, but I don't think he could do that. Okay. Who's going to win the small school girls 3,200? Um, my soccer teacher. Say it in the mic. Oh, Lonnie? Yes. Okay. Lonnie. I, okay. I don't think Lonnie's, I don't think Lonnie's going to win, but she'll probably, she might win one of the relays. Um, okay. Anything else you want to tell people? No. Okay. We'll say goodbye to the people. Bye people. What's better than this? Guys being dudes. Do this. And we're back. All right. So we went over the boys. Small school, 3,200, or sorry, we went over the boys, boys small school everything. Now we're going to go over the girls' small school everything, including the 3,200. And we just heard some predictions earlier uh, from a certain small track fan. Small school, got to bring in the small, the small kids. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Here's the mock meet based on the leaderboards. Shatard, just like in the boys' side. 65, they're a pretty heavy favorite. Garen, second, 48, that seems feasible. Park Tudor, third, 37, I think that'll be higher. Heritage Christian, fourth, 33. West Lafayette, fifth, 32. Hamilton Heights, sixth, 30. And then Concordia and Indian Creek at 29 for seventh. What do you make of that? Well, I'm looking at the uh, balance that Chatard has, right? Um, their four by two is ranked number one uh, in the small school. Their four by four is ranked number two. Their four by eight, number five, and their DMR, number four. That's some really good balance right there. Um, and a few of those are in contention to move up just a little bit. And we've talked about how significant how significant that is. Uh, point wise uh, park tutor another school 
uh, we're looking at not as balanced, but uh, as heavy, distance heavy, in particular with two uh, very big time athletes um, who currently are not seated to score in the 3200 Colin, but they did run to qualify yesterday up at Anderson. I believe both Kennedy and Farley crossed the line together. Um, they are 10th and 11th in the small school. What did they uh, run yesterday that's good for 10th and 11th? 11.22. That's incredible to me that that's only the 10th and 11th best performances for small school. It is a combination of, um, you know, just increasing depth and distance running across the board and the fact that, you know, here in Indiana, it seems as if some of our elite level talent exists at the small school, at least on the girls' side. Obviously, they're a really good big school girls as well but if you know the national names that we hear about and talk about in the kennedys and farleys and cridges and scores and uh, uh sutherland i mean gallagher these are these are kids who attend one two or three a high schools sure um so i think that with uh kennedy and, and farley if they were to run the 32 which i'm i don't know anything i'm just going to go on a limb here and yes given the fact that they ran it and they ran it and did enough just to get in. Yeah. Why would they have a qualifying performance the week before if they weren't going to do it? Correct. So my guess is that they will do that. And even though the uh, individual events are worth single points, not double points, that is really kind of like a double point score because those girls could go one, two, they could go two, three, and that sort of weights itself at the same level as having a relay. Uh, a four by two, a four by four, where they're, they're not quite as strong. So we, we see them here. You've got them at 37 uh, points projected based off the leaderboards going into uh, the HSR finals week. We could see that tick up a two second where Garen is. Who knows what happens with Chatard? Chatard, again, pretty heavy favorite on the girl side, as are the boys. But Park Tudor could make some noise there because 37 points. Should they get north of 40? Absolutely. Yeah, I think I think Shatard's gonna win. And Shatard's got it across all the relays. And I think they've got enough uh between their sprint group and their distance group that they're not gonna unlike Shatard, maybe they're probably not gonna require uh enough like doubling or tripling. I th I think they'll be okay. Um that they've they've got the sprinters and they've got the distance runners. Whereas Garen has Garen has the distance runners for sure. I mean, Garen made the the state meet in cross country and Shatard didn't, even though Shatard had two of the top ten. Yeah. But track sometimes is more like basketball, where one person or two people can make a much bigger difference than they can in cross country. Yep. In cross country, you've got to score. So if your third, fourth, and fifth aren't very good, you you got to score them no matter what. And that's what happened. That was the difference between Garen and Shatard in cross country. Shatard at three, four, and five was way farther back than Garen, um, even though Garen's second was super far back from Shatard's second. But those two for Shatard, I think, uh, among the two relays, and, and maybe I, I think we'll see score probably in the 3,200. Like that makes a that makes a bigger difference here for this for this meet. And Park yeah. Tudor's thirty seven points is it is it's a heliocentric universe there. Look that up if you want. But it's it is all those two girls. Yeah, yeah. Although I was impressed. I mean, they're I think they ran four twelve maybe in the four by four. Uh, Park Tudor did, and you know I I don't know what. I don't know what Farley and Kennedy ran in that, but I doubt it was much under 60 seconds. So it means they've got, you know, two solid six seconds isn't setting the world on fire, but it's enough among their other two legs to stay, you know, to stay competitive. What this is, we like you said, we don't know, but let's, let's just speculate here. Right. We, we know one, we got the sub 210, 800 runner who went 338 in the 1200 leg, the DMR. We watched that. What, what could someone like that run? in the four 50 56 in, indoors 55 indoors yeah i'd say more like 56 or 57 maybe or even okay. 58 well the, like in a 
in in a one race or maybe your second race of the day, but you've had 90 minutes of rest. Yeah, 56 or 57. Okay. What what could someone like that run? My guess would be if I had if I if I were to venture a guess, which you know, we've turned the microphones on, I might as well guess. I would guess that Park Tudor is going to run those girls in the 3200. They're probably not going to go all out, right? We're not going to see like the two, you know, these are these are three of the top five runners in the state and three of the top 50 runners in the whole country, distance runners, but with Sutherland and then and then Kennedy and Farley. Yeah. I don't think we Park Tudor is going to need to stay disciplined. I don't think we see them throwing haymakers at each other in the 3200 figuratively. Or they probably won't do it literally either. Hopefully literally either, yeah. Yeah. But because I I think the the duo from Park Tudor does the 3200 runs for placement, you know, let's say they go third and fourth. And we don't know if if Gallagher's going to run it or not or or do I. Um but I, I think the, the duo from Partuder does that and then they run all three relays. And I think there's enough rest in there and there's enough separation in, you know, say the four by eight and the DMR. And then we went over it in the first half of the pod, like the DMR to the four by four doesn't seem like that much rest because they're back to back, but like the two heats and the various races and stuff. And if you're in the last one of each, like it, it could be like an hour. I, I think they, I think they can do it. I think it's, I think it's feasible and I think they will. It seems like it's important to them because they qualified in all these different races. Again, why, why run it yesterday? If you're not going to run it this Saturday, right? What's the, what's the point there of getting a qualifying time? Well, and especially why run it and not run all out. Right. Correct. Why, why tempo run? 1122 right. when you're both capable of 1022 right now if they would have gone all out to be like what can we do and then we know we're, we're trying it this week because we know we're not going to do it next week so sure. I, I think we'll see them in the 3200 um and i think we'll see them in all three relays but i'm not i'm not positive which yeah. it's a it's a lot but it's not it's not insane especially because each of them could run could give you a 220 on the four by eight or in an 800 leg of the D they won't do the 800 leg of the DMR, but um, in 220, which isn't anywhere close to their potential or what they can do, you know, that's still not be enough there. The, it, 220 in the small school DMR, it's going to look pretty impressive. Yeah. And yeah. we, we watched them run and that wasn't a small school only meet. We watched them run at the one was that March 4th that we saw them at Indiana Wesleyan or March 11th. It, I believe it was the fourth. And they they each ran on the four by eight, and uh, I think they ran second and fourth, and you could you could tell when one of them was running, and they were running against you know some some good teams there. Yeah, yeah, they were moving. I'm trying to confirm the the date on that. It was the fourth. Yes, we did see them there on the fourth. Yeah, and they and that one they ran. They both. I think at that one they ran the four by the DMR. I don't know if they ran the four by four. We were. They did. The uh, at least we were gone, but at least Farley did. By the way, Gretchen Farley ran the 60 meter dash that day, too. So she had a full day. She had a busy day. She probably won. I think she qual has qualified for the finals in the 60. She's got one of the top 24 performances, but you're limited to four events. So I would guess we don't see her in the 60. That would be a, that would be a good barometer then. If she's she's qualified, if she's not in the 60, it means she's not running it because you are still limited to four events. How fun would it be to watch her run the 60 trials, make the finals, go run the 3200, stay around to run the 60 finals, and then run the four by eight with her team? How fun would it be to watch or how fun would it be to actually do that? Oh, well, to watch, obviously. It's no, no fun to do that. My God. But it would be so fun to watch. It'd be like, it'd be incredible. It'd be like the, the, Jim, the picture of Jimmy Butler in the finals in the bubble where like all of his teammates are hurt. They're all, and he's just like totally exhausted. That would be her at the end of that meet. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be her at the end of that meet, no matter what, actually. Oh yeah. She is 60 is going to take less out of her than whatever relay she ends up putting yeah. on there. Uh, you got to not. So we think Chittard heavy favorite Garen and park tutor, maybe in the mix for second heritage, Christian, another heliocentric universe there. The um, Kaya Crook show, baby. Welcome. Turn on the TV. It's on every channel. 
we don't we don't think they're probably getting up into that mix because they're just so focused on kind of one i don't know if they've got this depth right she's limited to four events and it's all you can do is four events man if she could do six events let me tell you we're talking we're getting up there but no rules are rules alto she can only do four events and uh she's gonna kick butt at them and i uh, can't wait to see what happens what about your non-distance event to watch you talked about this on the uh, boys' side. I'm, I'm going to talk about the 4 by 2 here on the girls' side. Uh, Chatard, the heavy team favorite, is also the heavy favorite here in the 4 by 2 uh, They are well clear of the field at 149.04. But here's what I want to look at. Uh, there are six teams. The top six teams make the fast heat. We got four teams of six. Uh, sorry, four heats of six. That makes uh, 24 teams, if my math is right. Um, so number two, Franklin County, 151 flat. Number three, Corden Central, 151-31. Heritage Christian, number four, 151-68. Hamilton Heights, 151-86. And West Lafayette, 152-03. That, my friend, is a close, close race. What's your so strategy then hard? if you're one of those teams? Oh, man, let me tell you what the strategy is, right? Well, first of all, if you're Chittard, you just get out of the front and you let all that fray happen behind you. You put your head down, you run, you're not even worried about it. If you are uh, any of those other five teams in the fast heat, you put your stud out front. Yeah, you make sure they're good in the blocks and you get out and you've got a clean handoff within the first lane and you put your next best kid out there in second and you go from fast to slow and you tell them, don't look back. Make sure we've got clean exchanges. And by the way, with this, I like on the California exchange, right, which is what they'll do for the, the second, third, and fourth exchange. I like to see the baton, right? I, I like to, especially when it's going to be close like that. I like to keep the eye on the baton. Some Turn some, around and grab it is what you're saying. Some like to, yes, yeah, sit there and grab it. I, I don't like a blind exchange in that. And I really don't like. Wait, do teams do, teams do a blind exchange on the four by two? You see all kinds of crazy things happen out there. But what I, what I really don't like is the I'm going to run hard for a couple steps and then turn around, right? So I'm not looking at the baton my first few steps. I'm looking. Oh, I don't I don't hate that. I don't like it because look how close this is going to be, right? I want my eyes on on the baton and on the athlete. That's what I want to see. People may disagree and may say, well, that's, hey, that's a little bit slower. Maybe if you're just kind of doing the sidestep and you've got the eye on it. Well, maybe, but it's more reliable to see the baton. Also, when you turn your body to to grab the, you're slowing down anyway, right? You're, yeah. you're, not, you're turning your body to reach back and grab the baton in your head so you can see what's happening. You're already slowing down and you're not getting up to max speed in those first three or four steps anyway, right? Because again, it's not blind. It's not even a blind. You couldn't do that blind exchange in three steps. So this gives you the ability to uh, kind of mitigate some of these factors of the yeah. chaos happening and anyway this is how i feel about it maybe some of the other sprint coaches are listening like this guy's an idiot um in which case well, you well that's right. definitely happening well that's that happens all the time um but anyway it's yeah it's I'm not talking. it's not limited to sprint coaches i hate oh, to tell you that, yeah that's i i know that my event is a similar event to the four by two except it's double the distance four all by right. four we talked about those three top teams Chatard, Garen, Park Tudor. It, these teams that are going to compete, they're going to be asking a lot from their potential stars. Most or all of which are distance runners. Yeah. So they're in a good position to be able to kind of gut this out in the last the last event now, now that they've switched the order, the sequence, the last event is the four by four. So no matter how tired these elite level you know, almost in some cases, nationally elite distance runners. It doesn't really matter how tired they are to just say, it's only a minute. I can go out and run hard for one more minute. And and I'm done for the day. The top three seeds in the four by four are Garen, 409, Chatard, 411, Park Tudor, 411. And I think we could get down to the end here. And it's important to these teams. This is the class championship right because outdoors we're, we're not going to have it uh there's there's various opinions on that uh i still don't love the idea of a class championship i am starting to soften my view on that 
And I don't know that I'd hate if we went to it with the caveat that if we went to a class championship, then the relays need to count double. I think that so, would be a fair. I think this is a, this is a model, but I, I don't love the idea of the best kids in each event aren't racing against each other at the state meet. I don't love that. Um, but these, these schools yeah. are coming down to it and I think it's going to come down to, you know, this is the big event until the state meet for Garen and Chittard and Park Tudor. Um, the other, the other, like the quiet, what, what did the kids say? Saying the quiet part out loud is that if we go to a class championship, the smaller class is going to be dominated by schools like Garen, Chittard and Park Tudor, which all have what in common? Uh, they're all private schools. They're all private schools and they're all in the population Central center Indiana. of Indiana. Yeah. 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 Um, doesn't mean it's going to be like that every year. Because there's been years where the Westview boys are pretty dominant at these meets, uh, but I, that that could be that could be high high theater coming down between those three schools at the end and the four by four, which is as we've talked about the best event in track and field. It is the best event in track and field, and then the question is going to be, um, what do team scores look like at that point? Right? I mean, are you still in the team conversation? Have things gone right for you to be? in the mix. And if not, then maybe, maybe your kid doesn't run the third or fourth event of the day. Um, or maybe because it is the premier event, you want to win it regardless. I mean, these are things to kind of consider and think about, you know, how much do you really want to ask if the team consideration is no longer, uh, you know, to, in play? I don't know in particular about any of these kids and this may be a generalization and I don't currently coach the girls and I haven't coached the girls, you know, for 10 years. I'd like to hear those conversations though. When you tell one of these elite girls, super mentally tough focused kids, most of them are seniors in high school and they're going to the, some of these illustrious universities in our country Stanford, Notre Dame, Oregon. I'd like to hear that conversation where you tell them like, hey, you're not going to run the four by four because the team score didn't turn out the way we wanted. I, I have an outcome that I hope it would be, but I, you know, you never know. I would, I would, I would guess of what that would sound like talking to one of those four or yeah. five girls. Yeah. Distance events. 3,200, number one seed, and the defending state champion, Nikki Sutherland. Now, I think Delta has recently, I don't know if it's this year or a previous year, uh, Delta has moved down to the small school, whereas Burbuff has moved up. Those are kind of the two notable changes in this. Uh, Nikki Sutherland of Delta ran 10:28, and she did that on March 4th. I believe she ran in the national meets as well. I don't know her exact performances in those meets. Uh, one was over a mile. I She may not have run the two mile at all at New Balance, or maybe it's the other way around. I think she ran the mile and she ran the 800. Okay. She's, she's good at all of them. She's actually going to have a lot of decisions to make. And she was, was she second this year at the state meeting cross country? uh yes and i think that's the second year that she's finished second is that correct i i think that could be true so she's got the top seed and she she isn't beholden to i'm going to look through the list here of a lot of relay duty later delta delta has the 20th best time in the four by eight that seems a logical place not to run your 208 uh, athlete, and then they are third in the DMR. So I think we're probably looking at 3,200 DMR for for Sutherland here, and she'll probably run decently hard in that in that race, right? I would say so, and I think she could handle that. And it doesn't seem that even though Park Tudor's got their athletes in the 3,200 we project that maybe they just kind of let Sutherland go. And maybe Gallagher is the one to go with. 
her or maybe she does the same kind of plan of like well we're we're going to kind of focus on the relay so you just you kind of do the so score enough here and then we'll move on so or not, or not run at all or not run at all right so so gallagher ran bridget gallagher we call her the jet bridget uh she went 59 flat yesterday on her Ooh. four by four leg moving so and this is this is a girl that won the toughest regional in the state last year in the 1600 and the 3200 so she's got a lot of range um that may be somebody that budgets energy accordingly over the course of uh over the course of three yeah three relays garen also has an athlete bailey freeze 1142 so she's outside of scoring but you know how many times has she run the 3200 would we be shocked if they go from hey run this and you ran and you qualified cool okay now we're on you've run it before we're on the bank track it's a competitive race i mean would you be shocked if she went from 1142 to 1126 in one week i wouldn't no i think she could do that that maybe and maybe she does that and, and ends up getting a couple points um there with you know who knows how the teams are running ahead and and running cautiously in the 3200 to kind of preserve some some energies for the the later races yeah anything else in the 3200 i think that's it let's uh take a look at the four by eight Four by eight, Indian Creek. Now, Indian Creek had those two stars in the cross-country season, right? So you get two stars that encompasses on the four by eight, half of your relay, 50%. And on the yep. DMR, it's 70% of your relay in terms of the distance run. Yeah. So they they are far and away the favorite in this one. Nine, 951 is, that's dude, that's not just two really good legs. That is... Two right. really good legs, and then you've got some other decent ones. You're not the other ones aren't too far above two thirty. I don't imagine. Yeah, it, probably not. So that's that's something to look at here. Could they go and get that done right there? Uh, Twelve seconds clear of West Lafayette here, uh, but it comes down to again: are are the girls going to run the thirty two hundred? Are they going to do the four by eight? Can't really do the thirty two four by eight double. And I I would not recommend that. That would be really really difficult on the day. Um, you know, they do the, we're going to compete in the four by eight and then try to come back in the DMR where, you know, we'll talk about that in a second, but they're also up there high. Um, you know, one thing I noticed on some of the name listings, both dowdy girls are listed in the four by eight, but not on their DMR. Is that an indicator of what might happen? I don't know. They, uh, nine so, is fast. So Dowdy, the freshman, Libby Dowdy from Indian Creek, ran 11.20, and that was at one of the UND meets uh, early. March 4th is the date. That was the first Saturday of competition. Uh, Fleetwood, I think, is the other athlete from Indian Creek. She's not listed in the 3,200 at all. Uh, and then in the DMR, Indian Creek is listed fifth and that was also on that march 4th date at und i'm I, i'm assuming it's und it's listed as the red devil classic so i'm taking that to be pike which hosts yes. a meets at und not as jeffersonville which i don't even know where they would where jeffersonville would host a meet outside um, because it's sunny and 70 in southern indiana all year well it, yeah it, it should be nice if you have to live in southern indiana um what else in the four by eight? Garen listed at ten twenty six. I think that's I think that's interesting because Garen's Garen's potential in the four by eight is much much higher than ten twenty six. I think that's the that's the spot where they could make up more points. If Garrett if Garrett run or Garen rather if Garen runs their fastest four girls, Garen is the favorite in that. Yeah. So I think they've had, you know. Bridget could run Bridget could run under 220 right now. I think she has actually. Yeah, she's run this season. Uh, 216 maybe at, at Notre Dame or is it two? I think that's right. I think, yeah, she's I think that sounds right. Because I think Farley ran like 212 on the same day. Yes. Um so now so so she could run easily run a controlled 222, 223, and that would help them out a lot. 
uh, Rilsey's run, I think 226 or 227. So you've got two well under 230 at that point, and they've probably got another two that can run that have run just over 230. So you're, you're looking at 950 there. Do they, you know, do they do that? What does it take? That's the other thing is it's just so hard to manage your energies and tell a kid who's competitive, like, Hey, don't run too hard on this one. Yeah. Um, that's, that's a, that's a really, that's a really tough, tough needle to thread. So it's Indian, you know, Indian Creek way up there. Concordia, probably another team to watch. Princeton's listed at 1021. They've got those two uh, twins. Prince that that to me seems more of a DMR team. Um, they're see, actually seated higher in the four by eight. But when you got two stars, it makes the DMR makes more sense because again, it's it's a much higher percentage of the relay. Yeah. You got a you got somebody that you're trying to hide. Well, put her on the 400. It doesn't, it doesn't really matter. Let me let me play a little devil's advocate here, right? Let, let, let me just think about that. You're right. Devil's two, advocate. Yeah, 70% of the relay. But um, let's say you go all in on that DMR. Well, you, you might have to run up against Park Tudor, who might go all in on the DMR. We don't know what they're going to do. They got two sub 450 girls on that team. Maybe you do go in on the four by eight to try to win that. So your girls have first place medals. And then you say, hey, let's come back and try our best in the DMR, right? We can still score. We can still be up there in the mix. Let's see what happens. What about that? Yeah, I. but my guess would be, I don't know. Did what's Princeton's depth like? It's it's kind of escaping me right now. Did they make the state meet in cross country? I mean, I know those two twins both earned individual medals. Did Princeton make it this? I know they made it last year. Did they make it this year as well? They did. They made it. They were uh, they scored four hundred and three points. So like and, low twenties, uh, maybe high teens. Low twenties, yeah. Um, I don't know. There's all this kind of game theory too, right? Like of, for instance, I'm talking to a lot of the coaches around a lot of the big school coaches, and it's like, well, what are you guys gonna do? What are you thinking? What are you gonna do? And certainly, like, at least for the coaches I talk to, we don't lie to each other. But it's like, well, this is what I'm thinking. Or you just may say, like, yeah, I don't know. I, um, But I, I think ultimately you almost have to, like, let's not worry too much about what other teams are doing. Let's just think about what, what suits to our strengths more. And if that's – I think in Princeton's case, it's, that probably is the DMR. Yeah. But I, I don't see either of them in the 3,200. So I think they'll probably they'll probably probably double up then. Sounds good. Right, let me scroll back up to the 3,200 and see if I see any other one. No, I don't. Uh, DMR. The number one seed is Park Tudor. They ran 1247. We were there when they did that. Garen ran 12, 1250, rather. And... Delta twelve fifty five, Chittard twelve fifty six, Indian Creek twelve fifty nine. So five teams under thirteen minutes, and thirteen minutes is a pretty solid time. Yeah, with Concordia uh, just right over that, you know, just under thirteen oh two. So and then Princeton thirteen oh, Concordia thirteen oh one, and Princeton thirteen oh two. Yeah, uh, it's going to be close. And again, I think it's going to come down to what happens earlier in the meet and who's doubling back and who's who's not running what. So um, it's hard to say for certain, but. Um, I, like it's going to be hard to beat Park Tudor. Yeah, even if they're tired, even if they're budgeting their energies over that many events, they can, you know, if they get an hour after this race until the four by four, both of those girls can pretty much go to the well on that. And it's like, hey, an hour later, come back and just run as hard as you can for sixty seconds. I got you, Coach. I think I think that's, I think they'll win that. Garen, Garen's obviously got a great anchor. So does Delta. Garen's going to have the better depth. Their twelve hundred runner is going to be superior to Delta. Uh, you know, Shatard's got those two girls that should be pretty good. Um, that'll be an interesting race. Yeah, that'll be an interesting race because Park Tudor and Shatard. And Concordia both have two like all state level runners. I'll be hitting the refresh button on the live results back home. Yep. We'll be home by then. It better Can't be wait. Um, Fantasy really, track. Uh, you got personal highlight really quickly. 
Personal highlight from yesterday, Savannah Paulson, a senior who dropped, wait for it, 60 seconds in her 3200. She ran uh, 1347, was her PR from last year. 1247 is what Savannah Paulson ran uh, yesterday, and she's going to run for uh, St. Mary's uh, next year. So shout out to Savannah for that awesome work. Let me, let me say it the way my son says. Is that, a, is that a lot of seconds? That is a lot of seconds, yes. Uh, mine, you know what? We're running a little low on time, so I'm not going to do the thing where I name every single boy that's ever run for Carmel High School. I'll just say this. My guy Hayden Nagel, we've talked about him before, just threw him in. We got to run four guys in the 3200, changed our DMR lineup, threw in my guy Hayden, and he brought us, we were in, I don't know, fourth, fifth, whatever. He brought us, uh, well, Charlie Ledke uh, ran a great 400 leg, and I guess I said I wasn't going to say too many other kids. And then Hayden Nagel, 208, just one second off of his best time, and brings us right into that mix of guys. And as soon as I got done, told him a split, and I just put my arm around him and said to everybody who's listening, make no mistake, this is my guy. This Let it be guy. known. This I hope Liam Oman didn't hear that. He wasn't staying within earshot, was he? He knows he's my guy, too. Oh, okay. I love I love my guys. I love my little dudes. You know, my they're my little dudes. guys. I love them. Fantasy track. Uh, who's got what picks? I, I, I can't remember. First girls pick. So that gives me the first boys pick, and it is a boys first year. Um, I've thought about this for a long time now. By a long time, I mean over the last 30 to 45 seconds. Is that a lot of seconds? I don't know. Ask. And uh, you know, you know what I at this point, you know what I would like? I'd like some security. Don't we all? You know where I'm going to get some security? How about uh, a guy that's very likely to win his event? Okay. You know where I what I base that off of? Uh, last year's performance, maybe? Did he win his event last year, and is he still yeah. in high school? And I found one guy like that, and his name is Cody Johnston, and he goes to Hobart. He's a brickie. All right. Well, um, then on my boy's side, I will take – a uh mr elijah jackson from the lawrence sorry lawrence central where i went to high school lc the bears is that Did elijah say, with an e or with an a because i'm typing that is it. elijah with an e thank you for yeah. asking let's make sure his name's right elijah jackson from lc uh he is one of the top in the 60 right now um lc also has a really good four by two and i'm predicting i'll do really well in the four by one and he'll be a part of that outdoors and he'll probably run the one or the two these are just me guessing because um of how fast the kid is um so elijah jackson from lawrence central go bears all right that would give you the first pick on the girls correct yes and by following your logic from the first pick of the boys i'm picking a girl who won her event last year and she's returning this year and her name is senior Rachel Maringer from Forest Park. Ha ha. Take that. She is the defending state champion in the 100 hurdles and she qualified for the 300 hurdles last year. However, she did not score. I am predicting she will score in the 300 hurdles uh, this coming year. Uh, she is uh, off to a phenomenal start and it's so cool to watch her run the 60 at hurdles and then turn around, walk back up the track and run this run the 60. Hey, can I do this faster if the hurdles aren't in the way? Yes, yes, she can. Shout out, Rachel Maringer. Welcome to the team. Okay. I was hoping that would be someone that I could pick. And as it turns out. He is not available. It's not someone. No. I traded up in the draft. That I could pick. A la carolina panthers okay that was unnecessary as well well i'm trying to stall while you scroll to find <laughs> so you want dead air or you want unnecessary talk what's it going to be i've got i got someone in mind and part of me is thinking maybe this wouldn't be a very nice thing to do to you as my friend oh let's but, you know what bring it on let's you know let's what have, i'm gonna do it, it anyways yeah. Because you did take someone that I coach. I did. So yes, now I it's did. time for someone oh, that you boy. coach. Okay. And maybe 
maybe we get far enough down that we end up taking siblings on the same team. We because may. I, I coach her sibling, which yeah. is her brother. And so I'm going to take someone that could run on both relays yeah. at the state meet and could give an individual event as well. And that is Olivia Sebelo, who goes to, shout out, Carmel High School. Go Hounds. Go Hounds. All right. Olivia Sebelo, the top returner in the 400 from last year. She was also on the uh, podium 4x8 and the uh, state runner-up 4x4. Um, she's a sophomore and Colin picked her. Can't wait to watch her run at the HSR finals and her brother. All right. In the same event. So well, I mean, mom, dad, Sebelo, get your tickets. You're going to see both the kids race. We've already emailed them and let them know well ahead of time, buy a ticket for this. Cause that's the only way you can get in and you better do it ahead of time. Cause that's how it goes. That's how it goes. All right. I I'm excited for these meets over this next weekend. And then it's kind of a hibernation period, right? A couple weeks and then showcase meets, conference meets, county meets, and then the tournament. We'll be here before you know it. Can't wait. Hey, thanks for coming on. And go hounds. Go hounds. I love my guys. I love my little dudes. They my little guys. I love them.